This is Elise's TMA Clip of the Day. When we do this every year on The Morning Answer, we let you know about the new laws for the new year. Goody, goody gumdrops. <laughs> Some of them, I think all of them that we've selected to tell you about are important. They'll impact your life, and maybe not every one of them, but uh, a lot of them will also, uh, we got a lot of conservative folks, Republican folks might find some of them outrageous. Let's start with the new minimum wage. California's minimum wage will increase from 10 bucks an hour to $10.50 an hour for businesses with 26 or more employees under Senate Bill 3. It'll eventually rise to $15 an hour by 2022. The law delays the increases by one year for smaller employers. So again, 26 or more employees. What qualifies as a, so smaller is like under 25 25 employees? basically 25 I mean Jen you run a business yeah. Ben you run a business my husband runs a business here in Southern California I'm protected that's, under this one but but that's I mean it also let's not forget about this and this is the argument that conservatives make against you know the welfare state a lot is that it stymies growth because it it punishes you for having potential and opportunity and creating wealth not just for yourself but for other people yeah, it, I mean, this is one of my issues with this raising uh, raising the minimum wage. I feel like people need to work for increases in pay and to start people out at $15 an hour. I don't know about you guys. Well, but in fairness, I, right now, it'll be on, on January 1, it'll be $10.50. An $10.50 an hour. I got, I got it. But everything incrementally goes up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the minimum wage is a minimum wage for a reason. It is your starting point. That's where you, you grow from that. When you start bringing the minimum wage up to numbers like $15 an hour, there are plenty of people who would be perfectly happy with sitting there just collecting that money in and never finding any upward growth for themselves. Also, a lot of people are going to get fired. Yeah, I a mean, ton of people. That's the for reality: sure. is that the technology is just going to replace a lot of the people on the line. A lot of people are going to get fired. See the iPads marginal at cost. McDonald's. Of, yeah, exactly. The, the the marginal cost of labor just increased. When you increase the marginal cost of labor, what you're actually doing is you're encouraging business to find a better alternative that costs them less money. And so they might not have used a machine before because it was cheaper to hire people. But the minute that it becomes cheaper to have a machine than hire people, you just get the machine, and then all those people get fired. The AP reports today that California and eight. 18 other states in America, 19 total, will have an increase in the minimum wage and pay will rise for millions of workers, the lowest paid, of course, in the United States will see the increase. Yeah. I, I in mean, addition to that, one of the problems too. Some of them too, will. Some of them will be fired. Right. Well, some one of the problems too, and and my sister's seeing this because she works in the restaurant industry and she actually manages and does HR for an office that that owns multiple restaurants. Is that she's like, well, I'm getting a pay raise, but it's not because I earned it. And I was like, what does this mean? It's because as that increment goes up in that law as well, it says, well, as the minimum wage increases, the people at management or director levels or whatever have to be a certain percentage Absolutely. more than the minimum wage too. So. It is it is increases across the board. It's an so guess what they're going to do? They're going to fire probably three people under my little sister and give her all their work and then give her a quote-unquote pay raise. On January 1, a lot of laws impacting weapons and guns and ammunition go into effect here in California. Lawmakers passed a package of bills to strengthen California's already tough gun laws. Then voters reinforced them by passing even more measures back in November. People who own magazines that hold more than 10 rounds will be required to give them up starting on January 1 on 
Sunday, buyers must undergo a background check before purchasing ammunition and will be barred from buying new weapons that have a device known as a bullet button. According to the report, gun makers developed bullet buttons to get around California's assault weapons ban, which prohibits new rifles with magazines that can be detached without the aid of tools. A bullet button allows a shooter to quickly dislodge the magazine using the tip of a bullet. It's 2017. My friends here, Ben, Alicia, and Jennifer, a really big year in terms of deteriorating Second Amendment freedoms, you think? 100%. I mean, the, the fact is that they just banned, basically, you from buying ammo in the amounts that you want. They're obviously banning certain types of guns now. And so all you're going to do is and this is what people will do is they'll just buy guns out of state and, they'll, and then they'll drive them across and the increase border. the black market for it. I mean, yeah. is everybody feeling good that uh, when we wake up on January first, there'll be no more shootings in the state of California? I, I feel great about everything's going to be safe. That There's going to be no more bad really guys. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be great. I cannot just wait like two more just days. Like magazines with more than ten rounds were apparently an issue, but oh wait, we still had San Bernardino and Santa Monica and Santa Barbara shootings. Well, and also, look at all Chicago. the old we- all the old weapons are grandfathered in. <laughs> yeah, so right. the idea that I mean, there, there are literally hundreds of thousands of weapons in the in in the state state of California and those aren't going away they're not going around confiscating the weapons so they're not accomplishing anything other than just bother those of us who want to buy our weapons in law-abiding fashion. Well, and then did it ever get worked out? Because wasn't one of the things within the law that was potentially an issue is that, say, Brian, I think you remember sharing a story on the show about if there's a situation where a daughter's dad dies and he has weapons that were potentially grandfathered in and she gets willed his home and all of his belongings and his estate. Right. Then do those grandfathered weapons transfer to her or will the state come and confiscate them or does she have to turn them in? If you do have weapons that you inherit from someone and they have not been properly registered in 2017... That if you have a fire or you need to cash in your homeowner's insurance or something and somehow your insurance company actually finds out that you had those guns, they won't pay the claim. For 2017, here's one about handguns that even people like me who are more prone to support uh, so-called gun control find a little bit odd. Even law enforcement officers on January 1, law enforcement officers in California will be required to follow the same rules as civilians when it comes to handgun storage by securely storing handguns in a lockbox out of plain view or in the trunk if the weapons are left in an unattended vehicle. That all begins on New Year's Day. Texting while driving, you can add using a traffic app or updating your Instagram account to the list of things you cannot do while driving. An assembly bill passed by Bill Quirk in Hayward, California, updates California's existing ban on texting to make it clear that state law prohibits the you can't use even hold your phone. any handheld device yep. in a way that would distract from driving prohibited in 2017. I think you're allowed one swipe, so I think if you you know, you know really need to swipe right on Tinder or something like that, you can do one swipe while you drive. So you really got to be sure about that person. Yeah, you got to be sure. Uh, you know, I actually took a, took advantage of my last few days of freedom on the way into the station this morning by sending out a tweet while I was driving. So I think this is my last day. But oh, I did Jen, it. don't do that. It's dangerous. I did it with Bluetooth. Uh, I talked to Oh, perfect. okay. So but if fine. you're talking, it doesn't count it's as... Okay. Yeah, it's totally fine. If your child goes to a California public school or your grandkids go to California public schools, uh, beginning on January 1 on Sunday, 2017, California public schools will be barred from using the name Redskins for sports teams and mascots. Oh, my personal Lord favorite. have mercy. That's a new assembly bill called uh, AB30. That's actually, uh, these idiots spent time creating that law. Uh, the assemblyman is Luis Alejo from Watsonville. He says American Indians regard the term Redskins as offensive. No more high schools, yeah. No more mascots called Redskins. No more Redskins. mascots. Okay, yeah. I no actually live very near an LAUSD school. I'm a right 
redskin signs and hang them up on my fence. I, this is I ridiculous. Too. And warriors and savages and every other name that I ever grew up with in Podunk, Oklahoma. Oh, by the way, when are liberals going to change the name of Oklahoma, which means land of the red people, because it's offensive. It's ridiculous. Brian, do you want to get on that legislation? Uh, I'll get on <laughs> yeah. that right now. Uh, what other? What? Uh, I just wonder how exactly doesn't that violate the First Amendment? Exactly. It's so strange the pressure that I was agree been with on. you, Ben. Actually, yeah. I think that, that that's the best argument I've heard against that. I mean, regardless actually. of what you think of all this stuff, why are why is the government allowed to bar certain right. words that Some, it doesn't like that are somehow deemed defensive? You know, I went to Alamany High School in Mission Hills, and our t- our sports team we were the Alamany Indians when I was going to school there. That was changed, I think, about seven, eight, nine years ago because wow. this pressure has been building in the state of California to get rid of these terms for so long. Then let the individual schools decide. Don't don't blanket legislation that says you cannot do this. I mean, it's very eerily reminiscent of like Soviet bloc countries that you have to get your kid's name approved. Yeah, but think of the word. I mean, really, isn't it about the word? Because if we were talking about in some alternate universe where a school mascot was a slave, for example, we'd all agree that that should be not allowed. Wouldn't we all agree that should not be allowed? But no school is going to call their sports team a slave. They're going to call them fierce warriors. They're going to and call actually, them brave people who are going to go out there and fight the fight. I mean, a mascot to me, whatever you name a mascot, is someone who's tough and going out to, to win and be victorious. I mean, it's sort of a compliment. I think. In addition to that, I I wouldn't like my kid, you know, maybe cheering for a team that was called that Whitman, but... I wouldn't say that it's the state assembly's job or the government's job at all to bar it. That's where parent-teacher involvement, oh, which is something else the California assembly tried to take away from parents this year. Remember how there used to be that ability for if enough parents in the school signed petition, they could temporarily take over a school administration and put in new teachers and put in a new principal and superintendent, et cetera, et cetera, if there are problems within the school. Well, we saw, of course, the teachers unions and the California Assembly take that right away from California parents this year because, heaven forbid, they should be held to a standard that somebody in the private sector would be. Thanks for listening to my TMA clip of the day. And don't forget to tune in to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman, Ben Shapiro, and me, Alicia Krause.